Hello, everyone, and welcome to the newest edition of The Peyton Doyle Show. I'm Peyton Doyle, host of The Peyton Doyle Show. Hope everyone's having a fantastic day today. And today, we're going to get into some teams on upset alert. Peyton's power 10, Paul Peyton. But first, I have to talk about the craziest game of last week. The Miami Dolphins versus the Arizona Cardinals. I have two big takeaways from that game. My first takeaway is, wow, the Dolphins got their man into a tug of Iloa. That was a shootout. And this was the first game we saw that Tua, like, didn't have his defense playing lights out. He didn't have his defense to come save him. Because, let's face it, in his debut, he wasn't great. But the Dolphins' defense saved the day. And what I'm most excited about with Tua is that he rose to the occasion. The Cardinals' high-powered offense was putting a lot of pressure on Tua to march the Dolphins down the field on basically every single drive. That's what it felt like. And he rose to the occasion. He didn't shrink. And that was a big game for Tua. And it gave me a lot of confidence in him. And I'm sure it gave his team a lot of confidence in him. And hopefully it gave him a lot of confidence in himself. Tua rose to the occasion when many rookies would have crumbled. Because let's face it, he doesn't have a lot of help on the offensive side of the ball either. Devontae Parker's a good receiver. Preston Williams is okay. Jakeem Grant is that. He's more of a special teamer. His offensive line isn't great. And his running game, Miles Gaskins was out. And Miles Gaskins isn't even that good when he's healthy. So, Tua rose to the occasion. And I got to give him props for that. But my second takeaway is, Kyler Murray is really real. He's really real. And he's an MVP candidate this season. He's on pace to be the first ever player with 4,000 passing yards and a 1,000 rushing yards in the same season in the history of the NFL. Not even Lamar did that last year. What do you think about that, Quinn Williams? No, I'm good. (laughs) If we compare Kyler's stats to Lamar Jackson's from last year, We'll see that Kyler has more yards, seven more touchdowns, and a higher QBR. Then the question popped in my head. Who would you rather have at quarterback? Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson? Tough question, right? I'm taking Kyler Murray, in all honesty. It's showing this year that the man is a star. He's a way better passer than Lamar. He's just as good of an athlete. Kyler Murray is a thrower who can run. Lamar Jackson is a runner who can throw. Yeah, sure, Lamar wins more. But when you're drafted number one overall, you're not supposed to win in your first few years because you were drafted by the worst team in the league. Kyler was drafted to a team that was in shambles, had a washed-up Larry Fitzgerald, a washed-up David Johnson, a high school level offensive line and a Swiss cheese defense and a new head coach who many believed didn't even deserve a job in the NFL in Cliff Kingsbury. Lamar, on the other hand, was blessed. He was drafted to a team that had a winning record the year before with a head coach who was already a Super Bowl champion. He had a great defense 
and he had no pressure to immediately start and be great because Joe Flacco was leading the team for the majority of Lamar's rookie year. So at the end of the day, right now, for the next 10 years, I'm taking Kyler Murray over Lamar Jackson. That's just the way I see it. You might not agree with me. You might agree with me. Don't care. <laughs> I'm taking Kyler. Now, let's get into our weekly um, weekly upset alert. Why don't we? The first team I have on upset alert is the Miami Dolphins, who are one and a half point favorites against the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are two and six right now, but five of those losses are by are by five points or less, and they're due for a victory. The Dolphins are riding an emotional high right now after a tough game against the high-powered Arizona Cardinals. Plus, they just had to travel from Arizona back to Miami. This might be a reality check for the Dolphins, saying that they're good, but they're not there yet. They're a young team. They're not there yet. The next team that should be on upset alert is the Arizona Cardinals. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites against the 7-2 and two Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen is steamrolling right now after a huge win against the Seattle Seahawks. Now the Bills are playing a similar team in the Arizona Cardinals. Does this Cardinals secondary have what it takes to stop the explosiveness of Josh Allen? We will find out. I don't know if they do. I think the winner of this game, however, whether it be Kyler Murray or Josh Allen, they will start gaining serious momentum in the MVP conversation, which is really up for grabs right now. I'll get into that later. But the MVP conversation truly is up for grabs right now midway through the season. Our next upset alert game is the Raiders against the Broncos. The 5-3 and three Raiders are 3.5-point favorites against the Broncos today. This is a trap game for them. Drew Locke really has come to life in the past few weeks. Um, he's been putting up great numbers. And now he's facing against a divisional rival Raiders team that has a solid that 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 is a solid all-around team, but let's face it, they have no pass rush. So he should have all day to throw, all day to carve up that defense. And this is also a divisional game. And anyone who knows me knows how I feel about them. They breed upsets a lot of the times. So if you're looking to pick an upset, always look for divisional games that are close. This sounds like one of those games that could just be an upset to me. And now the final upset alert game is actually what I think will be the game of the week. The Rams, who are two and a half point favorites versus their NFC West rival Seattle Seahawks. Again, another divisional game where anything can happen in these divisional games. Then also, Russell Wilson is mad. He wants to bounce back this game versus his divisional opponent. And he knows, he knows if the Seahawks lose this game, they have a chance of being third place in the division if the Cardinals beat the Bills this Sunday. I doubt that Russell Wilson will let that happen. So I'm picking the Seahawks to upset the Rams and win this game and secure first place for the time being. Now let's get into Peyton's Power 10. These are my top 10 NFL teams going into this Sunday. Starting off the list at number 10. Making their first appearance in the top 10 is the Miami Dolphins. They're on fire as of right now and are well coached with a great defense. They have great culture. 
This weekend is going to be a true great test to see if they belong here for good. If they win against the Chargers this Sunday, that puts them at 6-3, and three, which is prime position for a playoff spot. So if they lose this Sunday, then they don't belong. If they win this Sunday, they probably belong here. Now at number 9, dropping 5 spots from last week, I have the Seattle Seahawks. That was a bad game against the Bills. A really bad game. Now Chris Carson continues to be banged up with injuries, which doesn't help them at all. And the Seahawks defense is Swiss cheese right now. It's unbelievable how many points they're giving up. Russell Wilson needs to put the cape on every week in order for them to win. And we'll see how they do against the Rams this Sunday. I expect them to win that game. But I wouldn't be surprised if they don't because they really can't stop anybody right now on defense. Now at number 8, I still have the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they had a nice win against the 49ers that they're truly just decimated with injuries. So while I said I wasn't going to overreact to their loss against the Vikings in last week's episode, I'm also not going to overreact to them defeating the 49ers led by Nick Mullins. So I have them maintaining that 8 spot. At number 7 is another team that took a huge drop this week. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm not going to completely overreact to that loss for the Buccaneers. But that was one of the worst games I've seen a team have in a while. Maybe ever. Maybe in for as long as I've been watching football. I haven't seen a team lose that bad. It was awful coaching on Bruce Arians part and I hate to say it because I love him he seems like a good dude I like the way he coaches but the Bucks only ran the ball five times that's the lowest in NFL history it seemed like when they got down early every play was this deep shot down the field that that's not good Brady doesn't play that way Brady needs tempo he needs crossing routes. He needs to rely on his running game more than five times a game. I would feel any quarterback, any offense needs to run the ball more than five times a game. It's almost like they crumpled it up and put it aside. They, they, they completely forgot that running the, ball was, running the ball was a thing. I mean, they're going to have to run the ball more this weekend. And the Bucks need to figure out some of their inconsistencies and start to get it rolling. I do expect them to bounce back this Sunday, however, against the Carolina Panthers. Now at number six, I have the Tennessee Titans. They had just squeaked by with a win against the pretending Bears team. Um, I'm going to have to reassess this, however, after they just had a huge loss against their divisional rival, Indianapolis Colts, on Thursday Night Football. I mean, it was an embarrassing showing. Their defense and special teams are just losing them games right now. Steven Guskowski can't kick for whatever reason. Every time I've seen him attempt a big kick this season, he's missed it. I mean, that never happened when he was in New England. Now he goes to Tennessee. He's a little bit older. Maybe age has gotten to him. Maybe father time is catching up a little bit. But he's missing every big kick I'm seeing him attempt this season. And also they had two blocked punts. Ryan Tannehill and that offense and Derrick Henry isn't what's causing the Titans problems right now. Um, it's their defense and special teams. So expect a drop for them in next week's show, without a doubt. Now at number five, starting off the top five, I have the Baltimore Ravens. 
Um, last week's win for the Ravens was Lamar's first ever win when trailing at halftime. They still lead the league in rushing, and their defense is still strong. I expect the Ravens to keep it rolling this week against the New England Patriots on Sunday Night Football. Now, at number four, I have the Buffalo Bills. Um, a lot of people say that's too high for them. But Josh Allen is playing incredible football. And I told you guys um, preseason that that offense that wasn't too explosive last year is going to be explosive this year. And they are. And they're 7-2. and two, And it's hard to go against that. The Bills offense is extremely hard to stop right now. They have a defining game this week, however, against the Arizona Cardinals. If they win that game... We have to consider them as some of the top contenders in this league. They'll be 8-2. They'll have a couple big wins under their belt. And it's hard to go against that. Now at number 3, rising a lot, uh, the New Orleans Saints. After that 35-point win that everyone saw, everyone's talking about it. Um, the Saints are well coached. Sean Payton is probably a Hall of Fame coach. Drew Brees is managing the game perfectly right now. Michael Thomas is back. Emmanuel Sanders is back. Their defense is playing great. And Alvin Kamara is playing incredible football. Him and Dalvin Cook look like the two best running backs in the league right now. The Saints are a well-oiled machine, and I expect them to keep it rolling. Now, still at number two, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm not going to overreact to a tight game against the Garrett Gilbert-led Cowboys, who are awful. Pittsburgh is 8-0. And it's hard to go against that. Whether you think it's by luck or if they're really good, a win is a win. And sometimes the great teams, they have a game where they almost get upset. And they, they just somehow find a way to win in the end though. And that's what the great teams do. No need to overreact after an almost loss. If they lost, maybe maybe we'd be in this discussion of how, how, how real are the Steelers. But as of right now, they're undefeated. They're 8-0. No need to react to an almost loss. Now at number one still, I have the Chiefs. I feel as if there's not too much to say about this. Patrick Mahomes is the man. Andy Reid is the other man. And they're going to keep it rolling after their bye week this week. Now it's time for Paul Payton. Our last segment of the day where you, the viewers, ask and I answer. I have two questions this week. First question is from my guy, Ethan, from E on the Mic Show. Uh, shout out to him. Go check out his page. He has got a podcast as well. And he asks, in your eyes, who is your NFL MVP since Russell Wilson lost badly to the Bills? Right now, there's five guys in the mix for me. Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, or Aaron Rodgers. Right now, I'd have to say... Mahomes is the favorite, but we'll see after this week where it stands because if the Cardinals win, Kyler Murray is going to start getting some serious buzz around him, I think, for MVP. So we'll see. But as of right now, I'd say Mahomes is my pick to win if the season ended today. But we could also be looking at a couple of dark horse guys that aren't quarterbacks. Um, like I said, Dalvin Cook. I know his team's 3-5, and five, but he's playing incredible football right now. Stuff that not even... Um, Adrian Peterson did in his MVP year. And then Alvin Kamara as well, who's on a good team. They're 6-2, might get some MVP discussion. But I think it's going to come down to the quarterbacks this year like it always does. And right now, I'm picking my, my guy, Patrick Mahomes. Now, the second question is from my man Dylan. 
Um, Dylan, if you're watching this, thanks for the question. Haven't seen you in a while. I hope everything's well. The question is, are the Steelers overrated? And this is a trap question for me, isn't it? Because when I answer this, I know it's just going to be bad news for me. I know everyone's going to go, oh, here goes Peyton downplaying the Steelers again if, as if he didn't learn from last time. But listen, the Steelers, they're a good team. They are a good team. They are undoubtedly a playoff team. Just look at what they've done, though. I just want to say this for the record. This is their this is their eight wins, okay? They almost lost to the Giants week one on Monday Night Football. And if Daniel Jones doesn't make a boneheaded interception at the goal line while they were rolling back, I believe the Giants win that game, actually. So, almost lost to the Giants week one. Week two, almost lost to the Broncos with Jeff Driscoll at quarterback. Jeff Driscoll. Almost lost week two. Then, they almost lost to the one-win Texans, who are one in, what, one in seven, one in six right now, or two in six? I don't know. They're bad. They have two wins. They almost lost to them. They almost lost to the Eagles, who have three wins. And Carson Wentz is turning the ball over like it's his pastime right now. Then, they've rolled the Browns. Uh, Big Ben owns the Browns. Um, no surprise there. They were a field goal and a coin flip away from losing to the Titans. So, almost a loss there. They almost lost to the Ravens, who should have had a second shot at the end zone if the time was right on the clock, but they let it roll despite the injury to Cameron Hayward when the clock should have stopped right then after the play was over, but they let it run to eight seconds. Lamar should have had another shot at the end zone. They could have lost that game. Almost lost there. And then they almost lost last week to Garrett Gilbert a fourth string quarterback who last played for the Orlando Apollos in a league that folded in like six weeks so are the Steelers a good team yes they're 8-0 that didn't happen on accident but are they really that good no they're overrated for sure there's no doubt about that. Plus, to me, the Steelers, they play down to their opponents rather than playing up to them and just dominating them like an 8-0 team should. They let, them, they let them come back too much, and that's a problem because come playoff time, that's not going to be good for anybody. So that's it, everyone. Make sure to like, follow, or subscribe wherever you may be listening. Please make sure to follow us on social media at Peyton Doyle Show. That is at Peyton Doyle Show. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, almost any social media platform. And please make sure to stay tuned for next episode. Thank you.